Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the second episode of Jack of All Topics. I am your host, the Captain, and with me today, I have a very special friend that I roped in. Um, we were uh, we've been friends since high school, and we actually collaborated uh, to make pride in our hometown. So pretty cool. And with that uh, being said, this is our guest. Please, you know, don't clap too loudly, but this is Mackenzie E. Hello, Mackenzie. Hi, Stephen. Nice. Uh, how are you doing? I'm good. You know, it's Monday. It is Monday. Now, when someone listens to this, it won't be Monday. But <laughs> You're assuming. It could be a Monday. It could be a Monday. Yeah, that's true. I mean, what if the schedule now is Monday? Yeah. Yeah. Well, anywho, welcome to the game, Jack of All Topics. To give you a little rundown what it is, essentially, I use a card shuffler, and uh, I pick a random card that corresponds to a question, and you can answer it. And well, we'll both have like a conversation about it. Uh, red cards are sort of lighthearted, not as serious ones, and black cards are well, a little more deeper, more personal, etc. Now, you get three passes, Okay. But okay. if you use all three passes, then you are you lose, and you get the losing title of Master of Blah. But if you make it all the way to the end and don't use up all your passes, you get the honorary title of Jack of All Topics. Yay! Woo. Yeah, exactly. Does the game stop if I lose? Uh, yeah. And if I had sound effects, I would play the like wah, wah, like sound. But um, yeah, it, it does stop if you lose, unfortunately. So try not to do that. Don't lose. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Here we go. Ah, oh, King of Diamonds, you got a light one. And your question is, if without any money concerns, if you could open up a small business what would it be? Huh, if I could open up a small business, maybe like, I don't know, like something cute, like like a bakery. Like what would you sell in the bakery? Like just a regular bakery? Yeah, just a regular bakery. Because I don't really like sweets, so I wouldn't eat any of the food. But I like baking, so it seems more peaceful than a restaurant. Uh, that's true. That's true. But like, okay, so you'd have a bakery, right? But like, what's the number one thing that you would bake in that bakery? You know what I mean? Like, what's your, what's your standout item? Hmm. Donuts. Donuts. I, I vibe with donuts. I, um, I, I, I about having a donut tower at my future wedding instead of a cake. Cause I don't like cake, but like. A donut tower seems nice, and you don't have to cut into it. Everybody can just grab a donut. I mean, that's cool, but, like, what if you have a lot of people at the wedding? You know what I mean? Like, well, how many donuts do you get? Like, 30? And just, like, watch people fight to the death to get a donut? <laughs> oh, no. I'll I'll have a shipment of, like, 300 donuts. That, holy shit, 300 donuts? <laughs> I mean, am I invited? <laughs> am I invited for a donut? Yes, you can have a donut. Just a donut. I, I f- yeah, this is a very like one donut per person. Oh, yeah. oh, you're one of those people—a one donut per person situation. All right. 
Maybe. Putting that as a maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh, for me, I think if I would have a small business, um, I think I would have an ice cream shop. It's only – it's like, you know, like full circle, you know, because I worked at one for so long, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I, I mean, like I know the rundown. You know what I mean? I know the lingo. I know, like what's what's some lingo? Well, cone, um, and uh, clean the machines, and uh, stop eating the ice cream out of the freezer. You know, I don't know what that means. Oh, I know. You wouldn't get it unless you were uh, an ice cream professional, of course. But I, I know. Um, and on top of that too, like, and people always have like the dumbest reasons for business too. They're like, you know, I just want to see a, a kid smile and eat an ice cream cone. No, I don't care about that. I just yeah. want, I want to be the best ice cream business around so I can topple all the other ones off and hopefully take over my old job and be like, Oh, look at me now. <laughs> would you rename it? Yeah, I would name it. Um, uh, let me think. I'm going to name it This is an Ice Cream Place. Ice Cream. <laughs> With ice cream at the end. Uh, soft serve. Absolutely. Hard. People who come uh, on. You're wrong. I don't like soft serve. Oh. Well, that's it, folks. Uh, Mackenzie <laughs> lost. <laughs> it was nice knowing you. Yeah. It was actually, yeah. Mackenzie, you have a new round of loser, which means you automatically get eliminated Squid Game style. <laughs> I know, I think I'm on Squid Game right now. Yeah, well, that's what we talked about Squid Game last podcast, and, and Roman said, I can't wait till like 10 years from now and how dated it will be. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe it'll be like Squid Game 5 by then, you know? Um, yeah. Anywho, yeah. are you ready for question number two? Yes. Okay, another heart. Wow, look at that. Okay. Are you a detail-oriented person? Yeah, I would say so. Well, give some I, examples. I way overanalyze things, all the way down to my schoolwork. Like, even today, I was trying to cite, like, photos for my project. And the citations, I had to make sure they were perfect. I spent, like, a half hour trying to find the author of this one photo. Like, I, and the citations aren't even that important to the project. But every every aspect is very detail oriented. I would no, say. No, no, I I definitely get what you're talking about. Like with the like citation thing, because they like in my uh, program, they always talk about like, oh, you make sure you got to cite this and cite that, and then like half the time the pictures like they don't even have the people who did it, and you're but, just like, who did this? You know, and I don't want to get like points docked from me. You know, right? I now, just. I I would say, yeah, I would say detail-oriented, especially with school. But I would say, like, in daily life, too. Because, like, you know, I calorie count. I try to make sure I work out every day. Or, like, I try. I do things like timing. Like, I'll time how how much I'm going to do on this homework. Like, okay, let's work for 45 minutes, you know? Yeah, no, I don't know that. Because I every time I... <laughs> Every time I do that, like today, actually, I was working on an assignment and I was like, you know, I got I got to do this podcast with Mackenzie later. And I'm like, OK, I got three hours. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And I'm like, holy shit, this is taking me two hours to do this assignment. Yeah. 
Um, I, you know about the calorie count thing. I was thinking about the other day because, you know, one thing no one ever talks about is like the sodium levels. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's shocking to find out like how much, how many like products have like an insane amount of salt. Like we're talking like, I was looking at this bag of chips. It was like 500 milligrams of salt. That can't be good, right? I mean, like, is it? Uh, I don't know. Robin. Robin is just, it's best to avoid that. But then, like, all the best things, like, that are salty taste good. Like, I can't give up cheeses to save my life, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, it, you know, I think if you're going to draw a line, why draw the line at the cheese it? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I that feel like. I could never. I would give up alcohol before cheese it, so. Well, look at that. Hey, if you ever become an alcoholic, we'll remember that. You know what I mean? We'll use that as bait so you can yeah, get off of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, for me, like, I think like you, like I'm detail oriented in some things, right? So like I try to be homework wise. Like I got, I cracked down the code of like how to answer a question, you know, it's like answer every part of the question and you don't have to worry about it. So in that sense, I'm detail-oriented and I always feel like when it comes to like anxiety issues, that's where the detail-oriented comes in. But like everyday life, I don't know. Like I have my idiosyncrasies, idiosyncratic behavior, but I don't think enough to be like, ooh, I am a detail-oriented person. Yeah. Um, but like you said, like homework, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, are you ready for the next one? Sure. All right, here we go. Ooh, first black card, Ace of Clubs. Okay, what do you find attractive that others might find unusual? I don't know. I have to think about that. Hmm. I mean, it's a good question because, like, I feel like some of my things to be for attractiveness are sort of um, – uh, normal i don't know like like not crazy you know what yeah, i mean that was a th like there's nothing like wild that i would say or like creepy well what what, what do you like about kyle how's that like how do you like about your boyfriend okay well one thing that i like that he hates or that i notice a lot of people hate are their noses because he has a really big nose and especially girls i see that they hate if they have a big nose but i think big noses are like really attractive the sh like I don't know why. I can't explain it, but they'll all be like, oh, they're ugly, but it's like, but they're defining. I think they make a person look like sharper, you know, but in a good way. So are they sharper because the nose is bigger? So it's like pointy? Like, is that what you mean by sharper? <laughs> yeah. Well, they look more, no, they look just more defined, you know? Oh, right, right. That is true. Kyle does have a big nose. Um, I think that would count as like an unusual thing because I don't think I've ever heard anybody be like, you know that, what? I like, <laughs> yeah, I like big noses. Yeah, you know I mean, like, okay, maybe I gotta think harder then. Maybe like for me, I don't know what it is, but I like bangs. You know, like yeah. there's something about bangs I think is just very attractive, and everyone around me is like, you know, oh, they're not that great, and I'm like. But you're missing the point. Bangs make anybody, any gender, cute automatically by default. Hmm. Yeah. What's your take? Do you you agree with me? I think it just depends on the person. Some people can pull them off. Some people can't. You know? Okay. 
Well, let's assume this person <laughs> can pull it off. <laughs> yeah, that I don't, I don't think it's so like I don't think that's strange to be attracted to somebody with bangs. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. But you know what? That kind of leads me to another like a, a an unre well semi related question. What's your opinion on if someone, let's just say, uh, had very very short hair, like me pre COVID? Like even shorter than that. Okay. Like, what do you do? You think that's an attractive thing? Like, if someone had really, really short hair, even bald. It gives it gives me cop vibes. You know, mm. like hair that's short. Yeah, like 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 uh, what's that shit from the military? Like, uh, what's that stuff in high school? You can be like the like the junior something. You know what I'm talking about? What the hell was that? Um. <laughs> Ah, it was, uh, Roman would know. He, he makes his fucking jokes all the time. Uh, I can't remember that one, but, um, yeah, I feel like to me, like, I don't know. Like I just, when I find someone attractive, I just find them attractive. Like say someone I I find is like a personality, right? Mm -hmm. And I like them and it's like, oh, that's cool. Well, I feel like everything about them gets boosted. Like, all their qualities just get a little like a notch up because I'm attracted. Like, does that make sense? Yeah, that does. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what I find attractive about Kyle. Um, Kyle is, um, you know, he, he got nice shoulders. He has nice shoulders. I agree. But yeah. he likes his shoulders. He has commented that he likes his shoulders. See? We, we take notice, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I would laugh if he's just like sitting on the other end right now. Like, don't <laughs> worry. Oh, okay, good. We can talk all the. We can talk how beautiful he is while he's not listening. <laughs> uh, okay, are you ready for the next question? Yes. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you really can't say no. So you're already in the. You're already in the middle. Okay, let's see. Oh, another black card. Okay. Uh, ooh. Have you ever stood someone up? Have I ever stood someone up? Probably. I'm just trying to think. Definitely, like, friendship dates I have, like, before. But romantic-wise, I just don't think I've gone on enough dates to have, like, ditched somebody. Because I've been dating Kyle since high school, you know? Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, and it's like I I agree with you about the friend thing because it's like I don't know if I stood someone up. I think I did. I, I, what I do sometimes is um, sometimes if I'm not feeling it, I'll be like, ah, actually, I gotta do something, you know. And... Yeah, like last minute, it's kind of a dick thing, but you still let them know. Yeah, but like I would never be like, I'm not gonna answer this person, and then they're gonna go all the way to blank and then just be there and i don't show up i would never do that yeah like not... i've done i've done some shitty things but not that <laughs> well there you go um yeah i think i think too like um when it comes to dating you know i think that i think our modern day version of stood up though is kind of like being left on delivered or on open, you know what I mean? 
but because that happens all the time you know people just go through shit and it's like you know at one moment you're like oh cool this is going well and then like you're on open and you're like oh everyone gets busy and then you're like oh yeah no no that that's done (laughs) yeah yeah i mean like it is what it is but um you know it's it's just one of those things about the the dating world, you know. This is why, you know, we need to have a new form of dating. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. my theory, I'm gonna propose is maybe we can do it by like carrier pigeon. You know what I mean? Bring it back. Yeah. 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 Like. Like, I'll send out a message, you know, to my pigeon, and they'll fly off, you know, doing whatever the fuck pigeons do, and then they'll come back, and if someone likes me, then boom, you know, I get a I get a reply, you know, we'll leave it up to the birds, they'll decide for us. Yeah. You like my plan? It's, it's an interesting one, that's for sure. You can send one to Kyle, I think Kyle would appreciate it. Yeah, but how would you know if you're, like... You should probably inform the person that you're sending them a carrier pigeon. Because imagine if a bird is, like, flying at them, and they're just like, what the fuck? You know, what did I do? No, no, you're missing it, Mackenzie. You see, the surprise is the wow factor. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that they see a bird coming for them is going to make them... Good! (laughs) You would never get the message to me. You wouldn't get the message if you saw a carrier pigeon with, like, a backpack on trying to come at you? If I see a bird flying at me, I'm not looking to see if it has a backpack. I'm just running. Mm, that's fair. Maybe I should use, like, another animal, like a squirrel, you know? You think a squirrel would work? It would be hard to train. Oh, who gives a shit about training? They're just going to take it. You know what I mean? I have faith, Mackenzie. Eventually, though. What if that's – so what if that squirrel, like, I don't know, moves to another city? Well, I would say good for him, you know? He's making the right decisions in his life, you know? But then, like, he, but then, like the message never got delivered. Yeah, but that's right now. See, the squirrel's going through some stuff right now. He's discovering who he is. At some point, it'll go back to them, you know? Assuming. Yeah. Well, I am assuming, but I know plenty of squirrel love stories, and they all work out fine in the end, let me tell you. Uh, yeah, I guess my reading upon squirrel love stories has been lacking recently. Can I tell you something funny? Like, y- you might laugh at this. All right. Well, um, This is actually, <laughs> last episode, we also talked about squirrels in a completely <laughs> different context. I think you need some, like, what are you doing thinking about squirrels? So much? <laughs> we talked about Over the Hedge, and we were talking um... We're talk- we bring that movie up a, like a couple times yeah i think that should be the running gag of the podcast is like every episode mentions squirrels at you some point put it into one of your questions yeah that's true i need more squirrel cast questions more of the squirrel community you know yeah uh okay are you ready for the next question yeah all right then two of diamonds back to the casual uh okay let's see Ooh, if animals could talk which ones would you want to talk to oh god um i think 
know it's simple, but I would want to talk to a dog because I'm afraid of dogs. And I would just want like a quick conversation like, hey, man, you cool? And they'd be like, yeah, I'm cool. Or like, no, I'll bite your head off so I know whether to scurry or not. I – a couple things in that. First, uh, what about dogs is scary to you? I've been bitten by two. So like I, I don't know what it is. Like just, you know, went to pet dogs. They bark at me. And when I was in Costa Rica – there was this dog who was like barking like maniacally at us, me and my friend through a fence. And she was like making faces at it or like taunting it. And then he just like walked through the bars of the fence. Like he was thin enough to like fit through. Which, cause I was like, what the fuck do we do? Like he's out here. Like I just walked away quickly. He didn't follow us, thank God. But <laughs> like, I just don't have good good moments with a lot of dogs and i know the majority of them are friendly and trained and they're just happy to see you but i'm like you know what i think it is i think you come off as a cat person i'm gonna be honest i'm a cat person definitely yeah see that's why the dogs sense that you know like but like cats are kind of like roommates like dogs you have to pay a lot of attention to and i'm not a clingy person you know yeah no yeah like a roommate, not a child. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, I, I, I have my own thing with cats. I think cats are just okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, it just is what it is. You know, like a cat's just a cat. You know, I don't go crazy like, oh my god, it's a cat. I'm just like, oh hey, it's a, it's a cat. Hey, cat, yeah. and it doesn't come near me. It's like okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, meanwhile, you know, I also. Um, Speaking of which, that dog in Costa Rica, I like how you said it was like maniacally looking at you. Like, like was it like twiddling its fingers with like an evil smile? <laughs> well, a lot of the dogs are dirty down there. Um, and this dog had two different colored eyes, so it already was looking kind of freaky. And uh, it just wasn't. A- and he would bark every single time we went past. <laughs> I didn't know you could fit through the bars, though. I was like, "What the fuck is the point of this fence then?" Like, I, <laughs> dog. Maybe it's like an illusion. It makes you think that you're safe, and then really, the dog's just waiting to get you. It really is. I was just like, "What the hell?" Okay. Meanwhile, speaking of dogs, you know, your dog over at your mom's place, Lily, freaking humped me like a million times. <laughs> Dude, yeah, Bruce is insane. That's why I liked Sammy so much. Do you remember Sammy? He, like, didn't do shit. Yeah, I I vaguely remember Sammy, yeah. Like, I like those kind of dogs, you know? They come over, pet a little, then go away, you know? Yeah, he was like a cat, you know? Got his attention when he wanted it, and then left you alone. Like That's kind of like how my dog is. Like, I have a Shih Tzu, obviously, Emma. And she, like, yeah, and she, like, she comes over, licks you a little bit. You kind of, you know, pet her a little bit. And then... What happens is, is she just kind of walks away then. Like, she she had enough, you know? Like, all right, see you later. Like, <laughs> that was it, you know? No, I totally get that. But, like, one of the funniest things about Sammy was we never put him on a leash. So, like, we would just let him outside and he would do his thing and whatever. And, like, he would come to the door when he was ready. And that could be anywhere from, like, five minutes to, like, hours. Because we didn't have a fence. He would just leave. And we're like, okay. So my dad was, like, noticing that, like, for a week he had been, like, gone for hours, like, every single day. So I was like, what the hell is he doing? 
It's like my dad followed him. <laughs> like he was like spying on him one day just to see where he went. And he would go over the field to this farm and just hang out with the farm animals there. That's actually really funny. It's like, it's like, uh, you remember that movie back at the barnyard? It's like, yeah. yeah, it's like, that's what your dog used to do. Just like go over like the farm animals and like, we're having like secret meetings. Dude, he was just hanging out. Like he wasn't attacking the chickens or like hurting the goats. Like he would just hang out with them and they wouldn't bother each other. They just coexisted. It was weird. Well, I mean, you know, humans need vacations. Dogs need them too. You know? Like, I wonder what, like, a farmer would think of being like, what the fuck's this dog doing? Farmer know. probably, like, get to work. You know what I mean? He was part shepherd. So that's what my dad was like. Uh, he was to work. <laughs> you see, that was his, like, ancestry. You know what I mean? Yeah. He basically went, like, on a journey of self-discovery. You know what I mean? And was like, this is my roots. You know? It, it would just be funny because whenever you would call him to, like, Sammy come back to the house, you would eventually like hear just like this like pitter patter of like feet running at you and it was always hilarious to see where he was coming from like you know where my house is in comparison to like the bowling alley yeah like one time i saw him running from the bowling alley to the house i was like why the fuck are you at the bowling alley (laughs) (laughs) just something about like seeing like visualizing a dog go into a bowling alley just i don't know makes me smile like, I don't think he went inside. I have no idea. But I just remember seeing him run from the parking lot to my house. Because there's, like, a view from my house where you can, like, see it. Like, see the parking lot of the bowling alley. I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, dogs do the darnest things. You know what I mean? Like, you know, one minute they're bowling. Next minute they're at the farm. You know, my dog today, actually, like, we were outside. And, you know... Dogs don't pay attention what's going on. Well, Emma was outside running around, and she went into this little bush. Like, it's a little section of our yard that we're meaning to get rid of. But, like, it's the one with burrs on it. So, like, she literally ran through and got burrs all over her fur. Like, literally just coated, like, with just hundreds of burrs. Uh, And I was like, I remember staying in the yard. I looked at her. And she looked up at me, and I'm like, come on. <laughs> and she just, like, kept looking at me, and she was like, she knew. She knew what the hell was going on. And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> How old is Emma now? Very senior citizen. So, like, I think she's 13? 13, 14? Something like that. Damn, she old. She's very old. Actually, the more you think about it, like, 13, 14 years is a long time. Like, yeah, like... Small dogs live longer. Is that true? I never knew that. I, I honestly didn't. Big dogs usually live to about, like, 10, 11. Then medium-sized dogs up to, like, 13. Because Sammy died around 13, 14. But, like, small dogs can live, I think, up to, like, 15, 16. I was waiting for you to be, like, 30. Like, yeah. <laughs> Freaking ancient small dogs. <laughs> That'd be amazing, though. It would be, although I don't know what she would do at age, like, 25. She'd probably need, like, a cane to walk around. Yeah, or, like, a doggy wheelchair. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen those. Those are kind of cute, actually. I mean, it's not cute the circumstance, but, like, it's cute to look at. Yeah, 
paralysis is not cute. Uniform <laughs> for it is. Yeah, anybody listening, we want to say paralysis is not cute. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> unless, unless you're trying to make it cute. Yeah, it's up to you, the individual. Not not we're not labeling p- things with paralysis to be cute. But if you want to be cute, go for it. Yeah. Um. You know what's funny? The original question was if animals could talk, and we just spent like 15 minutes talking about our dogs. <laughs> That's always what, what happens. So. Oh, yeah. I would probably say for me, if I could be an animal, like if I could talk to an animal, I would talk to an elephant. One, they're my favorite animal. And second, they have a really good memory. So if I would talk to them, they would tell me shit that happened like 50 years ago. You know what I mean? They just would know it. And, you know, be cool to listen to their stories, you know, elephant stories. Yeah, I see what you mean. Would you talk to an elephant? Yeah. I mean, they seem chill, you know. Yeah, they're a little chill, you know. Um, I think, you know, they're kind of mysterious, too. You know what I mean? Like, their eyeballs look very human-like. I can't explain it. But, like, if you look at an elephant's eyes... It looks like a person's, and it's, like, weird. Because, like, are you a person in an elephant body? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That might be my new religion. I'm not sure yet. I'll get back to you on that one. Moving on from Stephenism. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're on the elephantism now, everybody. I'm glad. (laughs) It sounds peaceful. True. It's a a vibe religion, you know? It's a vibe. Vibe. No rules. No, yeah, there's no rules. Come on now. We're elephants. You know what I mean? Um, anywho, are you ready for the next question? Yes. Okay. Ooh, two of spades. That means you get the deep question. Uh-oh. Ooh. Well, it's semi-deep, I guess. But if you were to be famous for something, what would that be? Oh, I could be famous for something. Um, I don't know. Probably something cool like, like starting a revolution, but like a good one that has a happy ending. See, I like that you added that part there. You know, we, <laughs> it has to be a not successful. I, not the ones where I like died tragically too young to see the outcomes. Like, <laughs> I want to live in this nice revolution that I started, and you know, die a happy old lady in my uh, form of government. I, I don't know if there's ever such thing as a happy revolution, though, right? Well, I'm not saying the revolution itself has to be happy, but oh, the oh. end you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I get that. Um, I mean, sure, you're sort of uh, – <laughs> you're brushing over the uh, the revolution itself, but yeah, I get that. It would be cool to go out like that, though, you know? Um, yeah, but it would suck not to see, like, the good things happen. yeah. Well, that's what, like, I think Roman asked me the other day, and he was like, would you rather be famous, but it's for a bad reason, or not famous, but you do good? Yeah. What would you choose? Well, I asked him. I said, okay, question. I said, am I alive to see, like, how bad I am? He goes, uh, sure. And I said, no. But if I like it happened after I was dead, I mean, I don't know. I guess that's what it is. Cause right now, like, I don't have any beliefs or anything that would make it 
so that I would be bad. But like if someone in the future thought that what I believed in was bad, then that's on them. You know what I mean? Because like and if people go like, for example, like, you know, I'm obviously we're all pro LGBT. So like if 50 years from now, people are like, no, we're not that now. Good. Hate me then. You know what I mean? Like I'll be the I'll be the villain if you want, you know. Yeah. But but if I see it, eh, I really don't want people to hate me. I'm kind of people conscious. So, <laughs> um, what about you? What would you What would you pick? Probably the not famous, but do good things. Yeah, that's a good answer. Um, I feel like if you don't pick up that question, you're gonna get um. The FBI looking at your profile. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know too. Like, I think for me, like being famous. If I could be famous, uh, I'd be a famous podcaster. That's <laughs> no. Um, uh, you know, I I always want to be a filmmaker, like a like a a major filmmaker. I think that'd be really cool. Cause like, sure, it'd be cool to act in it. Like you know, but. You're the one that like created the vision, you know what I mean? And I, I mean, not all of it, obviously, because you have writers and producers, but like being able to make that happen, I feel like that'd be really cool to be famous for, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, okay. Are you ready for the next one? Yep. Okay. And we got Queen of Spades. So another deep one. Um, what does, okay, let's see. So let's see. Okay. Impromptu Ted talk. What are you going to talk about? Oh, how long are Ted talks? Uh, a good one to me is like between like about 10 minutes. I think that's, that's the, the gold standard. So I'd have to pick something that I have a lot of knowledge on. Hmm. If I want, I would love to do like an Avatar one, just about why Avatar is so great as a TV show. But if we're going off of like a lot of information I have, I'd probably do like some sort of teacher one, you know, just about education. Yeah, I can see you talking about that, like about teachers, but like it's kind of lame compared to the Avatar thing, but Avatar is just fun, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of fun things you could talk about with it. Okay, so let me let me ask you this then. So anybody listening to this right now probably has seen Avatar or heard of it. But if you had to give three reasons why someone right now should watch Avatar, what would they be? Hmm. The plot is incredible. Um, because it has it it almost has like a Star Wars kind of plot with like the first, second, and third season. You know, like, the second season is their, uh, um, what was that? Empire Strikes Back. To me, I think it's, like, set up really well in three parts. I think it does a good job of showing emotions from, like, a male perspective. Like, you see Aang cry, you know? There's not a lot of, like, toxic masculinity isn't, like, celebrated in that show, which I think is important. And you get that really awesome, like, redemption arc with Zuko. I think Zuko alone is one of the main reasons to watch the show. 
those are all really good reasons. And I, you know, it's funny. I never thought of Avatar in relation to Star Wars in the setup. And I think yeah. that's a really good idea. Like, I never thought of that. Now I can't unsee it. But, like, so many movies and, like, TV shows that are set up with that Star Wars kind of thing are really good, you know? Yeah, except for Star Wars. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, more recent ones. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's like – and I also, like, you talked about um, the toxic masculinity thing because that's true. Aang cries. Zuko cries. Uh, uh, Dude, Zuko confronts his dad about being like abusive instead of sucking it up. Like, it's so good. Hey, fun fact, actually, the guy that vo- uh, voices, uh, is it Ozai? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, voices Ozai is actually Mark Hamill, who yeah. plays Luke Skywalker. Yeah, isn't that sick? I just love, uh, I just love how Mark Hamill does all those voices. Like he really does that shit, and it's like all of them are better than Luke Skywalker. Like if you really think about it, it must be fun to be a voice actor, though. See, that would be that would be my second like famous thing. Like, like I, I think I was telling you, but like I actually have like a cousin that I found out through Twenty Three and Me that's like an anime voice actress, like in California. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's like. She told me what anime it was, and I was like, oh my god, that's on Netflix. Like, that's a Netflix original. And she was like, yeah. And I'm like, that has to be so cool just to do that kind of stuff, you know? I I also like to – you talked about the redemption arc. I love redemption arcs. Those are the best. Like, I love villain to hero storylines. Those are the best ones. Oh, yeah. Like – like if in the, a show I liked, it was on Netflix. Well, actually, two shows, right? But one I was thinking of, uh, it's this Netflix show. It's like a like a young adult one. It's a, I think it's called Kipo, Kipo and the Wonder Beasts. And the villain in that one is very much like uh, Azuko, where it's like they hype the shit out of this villain, blah blah blah. He does a lot of damage, and then they capture him, and then he has to go through this sort of redemption arc and then by the end of it it's like wow he's actually a hero too and i don't know i like that kind of stuff because like i don't know about you but like to me like people who are good off the bat are kind of boring because realistically people aren't really like that at least like not everybody so like to me i I call it the superman syndrome because it's Mm -hmm. like superman is cool in theory, but boring in reality because he's just a dude that does right all the time. You know, generally speaking, you know, right. I don't want, you know, and it's like, it's not believable. It's, no, it's not believable. It's not relatable. Like who cares about Superman? You know what I mean? Then you yeah. just feel bad for not being perfect. Exactly. And it's like, he's so distant that mm-hmm. you can't really resonate with Superman as well as you could with like other characters which is why characters like Batman blew up because they, he was relatable, you know, kind of morally ambiguous, you know? Um, well, are you, are you a fan of Breaking Bad? Like, have you ever seen it? Yeah, I watched that show. Did you see Better Call Saul? Uh, no, I didn't watch that. You're missing out, Mackenzie. Better Call Saul <laughs> is actually controversial take. 
maybe better than Breaking Bad. I know that's a very, it's very good. It's slower, but like it's really good. And it's like the same idea, right? But in reverse, you see Saul Goodman go from good guy to bad guy. You know, you know, it's very. That's a very simplified version, but. Um, yeah, I love those kind of things. And actually, I was telling Roman the last podcast, I know this is going to be super dated, but I've uh, – a friend of mine told me uh, uh, about keep watching The Walking Dead. You can't give up now. You already wasted yeah, nine watch, seasons. a million seasons though. Uh, yeah, there's so many. It's like a soap opera at this point. Like there's, there's just too many. I think now I just finished season 10. And I think they're currently on season 11. Yeah. And I think there's one more before it's the end. I think. I don't know 100% now. But. Yeah, yeah. Well, get this. We're talking about the villain arc situation. Well, that's what they did with Negan. Remember they hyped the shit out of Negan? And who's he going to kill? And blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, spoilers. You know, seasons later, he kind of gets sort of bad, less bad, less bad. And now he's kind of like an anti-hero. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. And it's like, I have a theory. I think by the end of the show, it's go- he's going to be the hero. I think he's going to be the hero. That's that's my prediction. Because... There is an end. Yeah. Well, I would Wait, laugh... I don't know this. Yeah. I think it's going to end in like a really unsatisfying way. But I'm going to hold out. Because you know what? I've watched it this far... What are you gonna do, right? Um, did you watch it from the beginning? I can't remember if you were a, a Walking Dead fan or not. Yeah, I watched it from the start, and I actually stopped like that episode where Negan, uh, what did he like kill Glenn? It was the one with the bat with the. Spunky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I stopped. Like, why that episode though? I feel like that's like the pinnacle episode. Because I, I think it was just, like, uh, another bad guy. And I was just like, you know what? I've seen enough. I get yeah. the just Everything's fucked up. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, I, w- I was thinking about this the other day. Do you remember when we were in high school and when Walking Dead was really big? And I remember going to school and you had to watch it, like, the night before. Or else people were going to spoil it when you got what? there. Yeah. Because I was thinking about that the other day, actually. And, like, I remember, like, Sydney and stuff. Like, I remember being there, and Sydney was like, she was like, um, she told me, she, I can't remember what she said, but she would be like, oh, did you see last night's episode? And I was like, no, don't tell me. I have to see it. And, and I taped it, you know. Right. And, and they were like, oh, you can't believe what happened, you know. And. Oh, yeah. Like, I think that, um, I think that people, like, now probably don't get it, but back then, like, it was a big show, like, legitimately, like, really big. Like, you. a good show. I just think they, like, people got tired. I think this, this ran out of ideas, you know? They should have stopped it. Yeah. And I also think, like, okay, it's one of the times where, like, just because it's in a comic, doesn't mean you need to adapt it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't always translate real well to the big screen. You know? Uh, and, and I think, like, with Ezekiel's entrance, like, 
okay, you really going to tell me this dude actually has a tiger? Like, really? Like, okay. Like, now we're in, like, insane world. And it's, like, it's cool in a comic, but on, like, the budget of The Walking Dead, it just doesn't vibe the same way. Yeah. Um, well, with that being said, we'll do one more question. Are you ready? You're almost to the finish line. Woohoo, I'm ready. All right. Oh, a black card. Five of clubs. And your question is, if you could change one thing about your family, what would it be? Hmm. Honestly, I probably wouldn't make them. I would probably make them not conservative. I, I mean, that's them, fair. I would. I would want them to be like. Maybe more compassionate, more educated, because they're they're smart. Like you know, my mom has her master's degree, and like she's incredibly smart in science and nursing, but she's not very caught up in like political things. And I'm sure she's busy and whatnot. But I wish she was a little more informed, so like I didn't have to undo all the Trump things. And the same with my dad. I think he has his master's degree too, and he falls into conservative loopholes too. And I'm like, come on, guys! Like, you're you're smarter than this. I literally didn't know that your mom and dad had master's degrees. Like, I never knew that. Yeah. What's your dad have a master's degree in? Education. Really? I I never knew that. Holy hell! Yeah, I mean, like. You know, here's the thing, too, like with the politics, you know, not diving too much. But, you know, I think the thing is, is that people claim they do research on topics, uh, but they don't. Uh, what they do is they go on Facebook and someone posts something and then they go, I agree with that. There's my research. And as you know, you know, research is academic journals peer review, some sort of methodology, you know, and, and it's like just going on like Reddit doesn't count as like legitimate research you could do. Well, but I also think too that like it's so much easier. I think it would just be better if you would be like, hey, I'm not caught up on I'm not caught up with this stuff, so I don't really know what my opinion is on this. Or here's what I think, but like I haven't really done that much research. You know, you look, I think you look smarter when you admit, like, I didn't read about this. I don't really know what it's about. So I can't give you a strong opinion. Cause like when you're talking to people that are informed about a particular subject and you try to like make up reasonings, like I think you look dumber. Like just, just admit it. Just admit you don't know. People don't just casually read about, you know, the failure of capitalism or something. Yeah, that's a fair point, actually. And I think I actually agree with you. Like, if you're if you feel like you don't know, then just say, I only have a limited amount of knowledge on this or I don't know about this. Like, there's but no I, shame not knowing because if somebody shames you, they're in the wrong because it's like you should help educate or give them links to things instead of like. Shaming because they they took uh they took a chance on you to be like hey I don't know about that you know yeah and I think too like uh like you said like 
there's no shame in it. But like, I think sometimes I think people generally like to be right, you know, and they don't want to be wrong in the sense of like someone pointing out like, aha, you don't know that. And I kind of do. So yeah, you are the nincompoop, you know? Right. And then people get like in a hissy fit because they're like, now what? You know what I mean? And like you said, like, I just don't think that's fair either. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some kind of quote. Uh, oh, here it is. There's a quote I have on my phone that I feel like you're talking about educating, like if someone doesn't know something. And I thought this quote, I, I think it was someone on like a dating profile put it on their as one of their pictures. And I just like downloaded it because I was like, this is a really cool quote. And it says it's by Toni Morrison. And it says, if you are free, you need to free somebody else. I tell my students when you get these brilliant jobs that you have been brilliantly trained for, just remember that your real job is that if you are free, you need to free somebody else. If you yeah. have some power, then your job is to empower somebody else. This is not just a grab bag candy game. And I think that sort of speaks to that, right? Uh, I think there's another quote too, like something about like those with real knowledge want to pass it on, right? So it's like mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like a commodity to have knowledge. You know, like I know this, you do not, you suck, I don't, you know. Right. And personally, like for me, like I love learning about things and I'm not a, a teacher, but I like telling other people like things that they don't know. And I like people telling me things I don't know because mm-hmm. then my, my knowledge gets wider, you know? And yeah. well, just like speaking to what you said, like, I think that would go a long way. It's, it's almost like a little bit like humility in a way. There's no shame in still learning things. If you've stopped learning things and taking in information, like that's not a good thing. No, that sounds to me like so regimented and like stuck in your ways. Yeah. Now there's like a difference between having, having like a set of moral guidelines that you don't budge on, but like just general like information, you know, and especially with politics, how it gets dangerous when misinformation is spread like either just say you don't know it's okay you don't have to know yeah and and i agree with that like in the sense that like with misspreading information online too like and it's on both sides like mm-hmm. it is like uh, and i mean both sides is in democrat versus republican i mean you know i think because both of them are so influenced by just going on social media. And another thing too, right? So like I'm a little biased. I don't have TikTok because I missed that gap and I don't feel like downloading it. But mm-hmm. when I watch YouTube, like a lot of YouTubers I watch react to like blatant misinformation on TikTok, you know? And one of the things I thought was uh, was upsetting, I think it was Nick is Not Green's YouTube video where he uh, – it was about the Gabby Petito case and mm-hmm. um, there was like these like – I don't know, like like new age spiritual people that 
claimed they were mediums and they knew where her body was, but like they were wrong over and over and kept saying on TikTok, like, I feel that she's in this space right now because the way she messaged that. And it's just like, okay. And these people get like thousands of likes, like thousands of comments on like these TikTok videos. And you're just like, that's so damaging. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I'm not, I'm not, you know, dissing on someone's beliefs. If you believe in that, and you believe in mediums, okay, but that is not what mediums do. That's like a blatant cash grab. That's a blatant, how can I blow up right now? Oh, let me just act like I know where Gabby Petito's body was before she was found. Yeah, yeah, that's, and that just, you know, causes pain for, like, people that care about her. Like, I don't get why people do that. Yeah, at best, it's eye-rolling. At worst, it's actually damaging to people's lives. And I can't imagine, like, being someone who knew her and just watching those videos. Like, what the hell are you talking about? You know what I mean? And and a lot of them were off anyway. So once they did find her body, like, like literally everyone was wrong. So it was like, and guess what? When they made another video, they didn't say they were wrong. They said, oh, well, uh, must I was kind of right. I just didn't get the right information. Well, what was the point you know but that's just one example like both sides get kind of um involved in that and no one really knows what's true and what's not true so Mm -hmm. i think it's extremely important uh for that you know Mm -hmm. well with that being said you have made it to the end of the game and you use no passive yeah, you knew you use no passes either. Wow. So, I thought this would be harder. Like, well, yeah, like this isn't like a trivia show, you know? Trivia. I mean, like I thought the questions were going to get like super personal. I was like, oh God, what am I going to admit? Well, no, because like the only reason why I don't go super, super personal is because, you know, I don't want to dox anybody. You know what I mean? Like eh, some stuff we don't need to tell the world, you know? Just enough for people to kind of be like oh cool beans you know um but you are now an honorary jack of all topics and well uh, with that being said that's a wrap so thank you mackenzie for coming on to the show i'm honored to be here ah thank you and of course thank you to the lovely audience who is <laughs> listening to us ramble for an hour <laughs> It's my guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone, <laughs> I get the probe with these weird questions for an hour. Hope you enjoy it. <laughs> but uh, all right. Well, that is a wrap, and I will see you all next podcast where I will be interviewing a squirrel. So <laughs> be stay tuned for that one. That'll be fun, you know. That'll be, you know, nuts, wink, wink. Oh, my God. Thank you. Well, that that's all the budget went to that joke. So we have to cancel the show. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you again. See you later. The captain's signing off.